Hello listeners and welcome back to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is episode 32, Open Door Policy. Don't adjust your podcasting apps. This is Jen here filling in for Artemis who's taking this week off. And if we planned this correctly, this is the first in a three-part release that is all available now. So as soon as this episode is done, get ready to jump into the next one because you can listen to all three right now. So let's dive in with episode 32, Open Door Policy. Iso's eyes are fixed to his agent's screen, watching his screen go to call ended before he gets the chance to hang it up. June Gold's glibness during their call, coupled with how quick she was to hang up the phone, sets off alarm bells in his still anesthesia-ridden head. Something seems wrong. He just can't quite figure out what that thing might be. Okay, did that seem sus to anyone? Because that seemed hella sus. Look, if it's something as scary as whatever is on that ship, it needs to be handed off to her in person. Yeah, but she seemed pretty adamant of not letting that happen. Let me talk to her. I can be persuasive. She she has a uh, unfavorable disposition towards nomads, right? Well, I mean, who doesn't? Mm. Actually, that's something I wanted to talk to you about tonight. Oh, but... is this about the upload? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, I'll uh, get my big boy trousers on. <laughs> have a chat with you. I, I, I do prefer talking to you with pants on, yeah. <laughs> He's wearing, like, short shorts. <laughs> right now. You decide to table this conversation about the chip mm-hmm. since you still have plenty of time. And I so you show Reed the two sets of footage that you shot. Yep. One of them clearly lays blame on the nomads and is focusing on their assault of the police officers. And the other one is focusing on the disproportionate response of the police officers to this act of simple theft. So, Reed, June probably wants me to upload the nomad one because she kind of doesn't like nomads. So that one would get me more money. How can I tweak it so it's less all nomads and more the reapers? <laughs> Hashtag not all nomads. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> or would you say go with the cops one? If I were you, mm-hmm. like I'm not you, I'm not a media, I don't really understand much about like whatever the hell spin is. Yeah, that's blatantly obvious, but go on. Why would you spin things? But yes, whatever. Um. Anyway, why not just upload the entire thing? Let people decide for themselves. Because people don't like thinking for themselves. <laughs> right. Look, do what you gotta do. Like, if it makes you money, it makes you money. I'm not your boss or whatever. Yeah, but like, I'm kind of one of the nomads now after the party, right? So like, I also <laughs> don't really wanna, you know, betray my bros and sisters, you know? Yeah. I- Gotcha. Um, why not upload both? See which one makes more money. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I could upload both. One saying like, oh no, cops, and oh no, nomads, because technically it's like slightly different footage. It's not all the same from a different narrative point. No, you know what? I, I think I'll send her the cop one. And I'll upload on my own channel the police one. On your Night City channel? Yeah. All right. So you send her the Nomad one and you upload the police footage to your Night City channel. 
the rest of the party is either too injured or generally has gotten the idea that Sadoi wants them to fuck off. <laughs> and so figure it might be better to talk to her about the chip tomorrow morning when she's in a better mood. Is she ever, though? I'm grumpy because I haven't had cocaine for two days. <laughs> so you all go to bed. It's the middle of the night. Can I get a perception roll from all of you? I rolled a 12. I rolled a 14. I rolled a 29. Wow. Yeah. You double critted. Wow. Read season to all dimensions. Oh, no. I rolled a one. <laughs> Let's right. go. So, Sadoi, your come down from cocaine means that all of the sleep that you have been ignoring for the past couple of days has finally caught up to you and you sleep like a fucking rock. Okay. No matter what happens in this next scene, you are unable to be woken. Sadoi, no. <laughs> Sorry. It sucks to see you continually removed <laughs> from these scenes, but... <laughs> it's okay. You did roll a walk. Reed, as a nomad, you generally like to think of yourself as being pretty highly tuned in the perception department. You need to be when you're in the outlands like this. You need to be able to hear an engine in the distance while asleep and hear the sound of someone cocking a gun as they walk into your building. It is a rough life for a nomad. And while you're sleeping that evening, your nomad instincts kick in and you suddenly awake with a start. You're pretty sure you just heard something. Reed pulls his um, handgun out from under the pillow. Because of course he sleeps with it there. Of course. Like, that's standard read situation. Yeah. Who doesn't? And like, walks towards the door. Okay. Is there like a camera or something on the other side? Yes. Yes, there is. You have a little doorbell camera. You hit the button, you look out. It's got a pretty wide field of view. You don't see anyone. But, I mean, you did just flip it on. Yeah. I think he's going to wait a sort of... 10 seconds before opening the door. Okay. You wait 10 seconds and watch. At second seven, you see a shadowy figure move past your door from the right to the left. You wait three more seconds and then you open up the door. He steps outside and cocks the gun. You step outside, cock your gun, look left and look right. There are two things that are immediately obvious to you. Number one, there is sure enough a shadowy figure that is at the end of the hallway. Whoever it is takes a right and goes onto the stairs. You can't see which direction they go up or down. Okay. The second thing that you immediately notice is that besides the rooms of you, Iso, Sadoi, and Mavis, and then maybe about two rooms on either side, kind of as a buffer, every single other door is wide open. Hmm. It's three in the morning. Huh, now that is weird. Reed, I don't think Reed is actually going to wake people up. Like He's like pinches himself just once and just sort of goes, right, not a fever dream. Too damn hot. Okay. He just sort of steps forwards towards the um, stairway, following the black shrouded figure. All right. You walk over to the stairway. You step into the stairway and you hear four or five pairs of footsteps heading upwards. I think he's going to follow up. Okay. You just begin following them up? Yeah, like um, trying to be stealthy at least. 
Give me a stealth roll. I'm very good at stealth. I got a 32. What? Get the fuck out of here. Damn, with these crits. <laughs> 32? Ninja Reed. Wow. Holy fucking shit. Reed is a nomad. Right. He's like barefoot right now and slowly creeping up on stairs. You silently slip your shoes off and then pat down your, like, any buckles or any piece of your fabric that might move and then hold them as you stealthily climb up, just hiding in the shadows and follow this pair of what is now, you can see, five footsteps and they're all carrying things upwards. Now, you guys are on the third floor and as you know, this is about a 15-story building. You follow them up silently, undetected, all the way up to the 14th floor. Are the doors on the other floors open? Are you checking? Yeah, I, I like peek into the other hallways, see if the other doors are open. Every single one. God. Uh oh. That's normal. Okay. This is very normal. This is <laughs> an ordinary thing that is not terrifying. Okay. Wait, this tradition? Yeah, he keeps going up. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the annual door opening festival. During <laughs> <laughs> the wave. <laughs> yeah, Reed pulls out his agent, plugs him his like neural interface into it, puts it back in his pocket, and calls Mavis. Okay, Mavis. You're deep within a sleepy haze, and you feel something move next to you. You open your eyes, and it's Meta. Oh, he's back. Meta's back. Oh, hey, buddy. And he's sitting on your agent, which is vibrating. <laughs> oh, buddy, hang on. Let me just... I gently pick him up and, like, plop him next to me. He licks your finger a little bit. Oh, he's hungry. <laughs> I answer the agent. Hello? So, the way I'm thinking about using this is, is there like a, can I like use my brain to talk to? Yes. It's machine trained on your own voice. It's a robot voice, but without breath. Okay. There is no need for it to take a breath, and so you can just continually send out a stream of words without ever having to breathe. Mavis, there is something very spooky going on. What? What's up? Mavis, you recognize this as Reed, although something's odd about his voice. Something doesn't sound quite right. What's up, Reed? Look outside your door. Oh, okay. I kind of stand up, holding Meta to me in one hand, and open the door to look outside. What? Where? What's going on? Why is everyone gone? Don't know finding out. Heading upstairs, following people. 14th floor. Right. You want me to get to the others, or...? Get the others. 14th floor. All right. Stay on the line and we'll stay connected. On the line, following them. Holding Meta tightly to me with one arm, I quietly go to Isa's room and knock on the door. All right. Iso, there's a knock on your door. <gasps> you awake it with a start. You're exhausted. What? Fuck off, Reed. Iso. I already uploaded it. Iso, get up. Something's going on. Keep keep quiet. Oh, oh, Mavis, is that you? Yeah, something's going on. Come on, get get up and, and bring your gun. Yeah, Iso crawls out of bed, opens the door. You open the door and you are greeted by Meta in your face. Yeah. <laughs> Just a, a small lesson on rat things. 
because I think this would be hilarious. When a rat is happy and content, they do a thing called boggling, or can do a thing called boggling, which is essentially pushing their eyes out. <laughs> oh, that's... Like, right out of their head. That's mind-bogglingly creepy. The idea that Meta is happily back with Mavis, and you open the door and just Meta's there with his eyes going, Weep. Oh, fuck. Isaac gets startled and, like, falls over. The bulging eyes out of Meta's head in in excitement for being back with his owner freaks you the hell out. You fall backwards, catch yourself on the coffee table, and just knock something over. It's a bit of synth plastic. It just bounces harmlessly on the ground. Get the thing away from me. Oh, he won't. He's, he's fine. He's no harm to you. That's what you think. Get your gun and keep it quiet. Fine. He'll, he'll stay with me. I'll keep an eye on him. You better. I'm gonna go get Sadoi, okay? Sure, good luck with that. Reed's upstairs following someone. He's on the agent. I'm gonna like tap in ISO so he's in on the phone call and then go wake up Sadoi. All right, so let's cut to Reed. You have made it up to the 14th floor where they are no longer going up the stairs and have walked into the hallway. You're probably about a floor or so below them to stay stealthy and out of sight. Yeah. So by the time you get up to the 14th floor and you peek your head out, you see that again, every single door is wide open. As far as you can see, the entire hallway down, every single doorway is open and the people that you are following are nowhere to be seen. Reed pulls his gun out and keeps it in front of him as he tries to sort of clear each room. Okay. So, you walk up to the first room, you poke your gun in, and look around inside. The entire room is dark. Not like pitch black, but like, the lights have been turned off, it's difficult to see. The only light that exists in this area is the light of the fridge, which is wide open. You can see several bits of condiments and some small food stuff sitting in the fridge, but it's just open. Can I get a perception roll from you as well? Perception. I'm less good at perception. Although I did get a 17. As you're just about to walk out of the room and go to the next apartment and check it out, you stop for a second. There's something wrong with this apartment. It's different from yours. You pause for a second and try to figure out what it is, and then suddenly it hits you. The AC's not on. Weird. Is it cool? No, not particularly. It's pretty warm. I mean, like, right now it's nighttime, so it definitely gets, like, chillier in nighttime. Yeah. Your cyberware doesn't need to be activated or anything like that. Yeah. But it's not particularly any cooler, so... He goes to check the fridge, I guess. Is there, like, any markings underneath it? Like, if it moves away or anything? Give me a perception roll. Gonna be doing lots of these. (laughs) That's another 17. Nice. No markings. Doesn't appear to have been moved. The thing that most sticks out to you is that it's missing basically everything but condiments. Okay, so there's no, like, perishables in there. Uh, I mean, the condiments are perishable, but yeah. Yeah, like... There's no, like, meat or vegetables or anything in there. Okay. He heads out into the hallway again. Okay. And goes to the next room. All right. You walk to the next room and peek in, and sure enough, it's actually pretty close to this one. I mean, they're all cookie-cutter apartments, so of course they look close, but the exact same AC's been turned off, Fridge is open, all perishables except for condiments are missing. The only thing different about this one is that every single mirror and reflective surface in this apartment has been smashed. The phone just like goes, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck. (laughs) Reed, Reed, everything okay? 
Mavis, you go up to Sedoy's apartment and bang on it a couple of times. There's no answer. For fuck. I pull out my key card for this apartment complex, try to jimmy the lock. You do to try and break into it? Yeah, fuck it. Okay, cool. Let's have you roll a electronic slash security check. That is a nine. Uh, you jimmy your card inside there. It doesn't break the card, but you're not really making much progress. Oh, God damn it. You realize at this point that with the combined firepower of you and ISO, you could probably break this door off its hinges if this really was an emergency, or more importantly, if you're concerned about Sedoi's safety. Yeah, we could also break both of our stitches and get fucked up, so. And I feel like that makes a, little, a shit ton of loud noises as well. Yeah, I'm gonna hammer on the door a little bit louder and also call her agent. Okay. Uh, Sedoi, I think that's enough. I'm gonna have you roll another perception roll. Please don't crit fail this one. That's a 12. I will say that that is enough, except that your character gains a level of exhaustion. In Cyberpunk, you are penalized if you go for several days without sleeping. Right, yeah. Let's say slept uncomfortably. So that's a minus two to my rolls. Yep. You're woken up in the deepest depths of your REM sleep. And wake up just kind of with like a... Like you're, like you're walking dead. To hear Mavis, that bitch, Slamming under your door. Again. Mavis, why? Sidoy? You hear this on your agent. What? It's important. Keep quiet. What? Something's going on. Everyone in the What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh god, hang on. It's aliens. <laughs> Reed, what's up? This is some really weird shit. Scared emoji. Yes. I'm going to go back to sleep. No, no, Sidoy. Sidoy, the people in the apartments here are missing. All the doors are open. Something fucky's going on. You, you hear no response. Then, like, 30 seconds later, the door opens. Hey, Sidoy. Get your gun. Get all your guns. I have guns. Leave the big one. It's hard to carry. <laughs> uh, it's in Reed's room. Which is locked now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reed's up on... On the, what, up a couple of floors? He, he saw someone, uh, some people moving around. He's checking things out. And all the doors are open. Why are the doors open? Aliens. We don't know. Probably. Have a look in this one next to us. We'll keep watch. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I, yeah, I go check out the room next to us. All right. The room next to you is actually shut. You you have a buffer of about two doors before the first open door. And sure enough, all the doors in the hallway are open. Super concerning. Very alarming to you. Yeah, yeah. You go and you walk into the nearest one. The AC is off. The fridge is open. All the perishables have been removed. And every mirror and shiny surface has been smashed. I come back out. It's aliens. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, I told you so. Okay, um... Aliens hate mirrors, everyone knows that. They can't see the reflection, so... Is it like this in all the rooms? Reset the one he went in was... The, the fridge was open and emptied out and... The AC was off? The same here, and they smashed the mirror? Yes, all mirrors smashed. Well, for fuck. So, Sadoi, you go and check out the, the room right next to the one you just checked out. You walk in, sure enough, door's open, AC is off, fridge is open, all perishables have been removed. But in this one, the mirrors are not smashed. 
instead scrawled all over the walls using charcoal from a small fire that was clearly set in the center of the room. Scrawled on the walls are the words, I am a person. I come back out. Definitely aliens. <laughs> Why, what's in there? Uh, maybe you should look. Oh, okay. Mavis, you go check it out, and it is as described. Oh my, oh my goodness. I make sure to pop on the camera and record everything. Yeah. Read, someone down here scribbled all over the walls, I am a person. You seen anything like that up there? Coincidentally enough, as she's saying that, you are walking into your fourth room. AC's off, doors open, fridge is open. We can just assume that every door that is open from now on has those three qualifiers in front of it. Yeah. With this one, though, all of the furniture has been moved out of the way. And on one of the walls is this very large three meter by four meter painting. It appears to be of a person, but the features are difficult to make out. You get a little bit closer and you notice that this painting, the face area specifically, just the face and nothing else, has been painted over about 14 times. The paint is thick. Everything else is with a single shade of paint. And this face has been painted over, over and over and over and over and over and next to it, in very flowery looking words. Who is this? What the fuck? One part of this portrait that has not been painted over more than once is a blue chip on the side of the portrait's neck. I think this may be something to do with blue chips. <laughs> right. Fucking know what? It's hive mind fuckery. <laughs> what do you want us to do, Bree? Are you going to keep following those shadows, or should we come find you or get the fuck out of here? I'm going to head to the roof. You want us to follow you? Head to 14th floor, try and clear it. Right, okay. I'm just gonna scout ahead. One of you, do you have another gun? I lost mine in that apartment. Do you want to borrow a gun, Maeve? Do you have a spare one? You can have Smga. Thank you, I'll uh, I'll treasure it always until I give it back no, to you. No, treasure it for 20 minutes, then it's mine again. Oh, okay. Reed, if anything goes down, just... I don't want to say yell, I guess brain yell. We'll come running, okay? Be careful, Reed. Roger, we'll go. Okay, Reed, you head to the rooftop, and as you walk up the stairs, you notice there is digital caution tape emitters placed in front of the roof door. That's a caution, police line, do not cross. Reed crosses it. All right, you open up the door and emerge onto the roof. You look around, and you don't spy anything unusual, though on closer inspection, you do notice in one corner of the roof, there is a small pile of shoes in various sizes, from adult male all the way down to small child. Oh, I see what happened. Look over the edge. Reed looks over the edge. 
You look over the edge, there is a whole section that's been cordoned off with digital caution tape at the bottom. And there are some autonomous spraying robots currently spraying a large pool of blood from the center of this cordoned off area. Holy fuck. What the fuck? He sort of yanks the neural net out, gets over the roof. The three of you, did you decide to take the stairs or the elevator? Stairs. For the sake of stealth, stairs. Stairs. Okay, you're still walking up. It's a slow process because you're trying not to break your stitches. Yeah. So you're at maybe like the eighth floor. You're not even close to the 14th floor. You're maybe halfway up at the eighth floor when you get the message from Reed. Get to the roof. We're coming, we're coming. Should we take elevator? No. This is a lot of floors. Uh, I'm too fucking tired for this. So though you're the one most physically no. capable of these stairs right now, don't Stop you? Don't you get bitching? I thought you were a hard lady. It sounds like Reed is in trouble. I'm taking the elevator. You can fucking walk if you want to. Fine. Oh. Okay, I guess we'll follow you. It's better to stay together. Do what you want. Just get up here. Holy shit. Sadoi exits the stairwell and begins walking past all these open apartment building doors in order to get to the elevator. There's nothing really super obvious from like glancing in them as you pass, though each one has been arranged kind of differently, uh, seeming to be the person's taste. Every once in a while, all the furniture has been moved out of the way. You make it to the elevator, press the button, it comes down, and it opens. There's no one inside. Okay. I step inside. And I send a text to Greenfield. What do you send your text to Gabriel Greenfield while you're heading to the roof? Is something happening? What the fuck is going on? Is there something happening with the blue chips? And I'll leave it as vague as that. It's about three in the morning, so you're not expecting a response back immediately. But you shoot him off the message anyway. You all head to the roof and emerge and see Reed just sort of staring over the edge at these pressure cleaner bots. And you see him standing in front of the pile of shoes. Reed, what's up? Reed, don't jump! Reed looks over the pile of shoes, looking down at these, like, bots. He looks grey. Like, he sort of turns to face you all with this just... grimace. Are you okay, Reed? Reed, what's happening? Those are children's shoes. Okay. Wait. All those... No, Reed... Oh god. And he just looks back over the edge. This has been Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, episode 32, Open Door Policy. Thanks for listening, and remember, there are two more episodes available to listen to now, so jump right into episode 33 if you've got the time, and we'll see you soon.